Money Radio, discussing the business of making and spending money. Hello, you're welcome to today's edition of Money Radio on Leadership Podcast. Our Money Radio brings you the latest edition, uh, latest news on issues of businesses around Nigeria and across the world. My name is Innocent Odo, and today's uh, money, in today's Money Radio, we're talking about the technology segment. And in this uh, segment, uh, we'll, look, we'll be looking at um, a request by the federal government uh, to find an indigenous solution to the issue of uh, COVID-19 and related uh, problems using science, technology, and innovation. Uh, it might interest you to know that uh, uh, recently, the Minister of Science, Technology, and Innovation, uh, Dr. Obunai Ono, uh, met with uh, Nigerian scientists and uh, natural medicine uh, practitioners uh, on how to effectively improve the claims of these uh, traditional medicine practitioners and scientists uh, over the issue of uh, COVID-19. And of course, to find a way to harmonize their practices and give them a perfect standard that will meet the global demands for medicines, vaccines, and other cure for the deadly uh, disease. So today we are looking at how the federal government, in a quest to address this issue, uh, will effectively harness the potentials of the Nigerian people and Nigerian scientists and traditional medicine practitioners to be able to provide this uh, uh, much needed indigenous uh, solution to the issue of uh, COVID-19. Now, it has become uh, incumbent on the federal government and also uh, uh, stakeholders in this industry to improve our capacity as a nation. Uh, this is coming on the heels of um, on the fact that um, the federal government can no longer uh, rely on foreign donors and uh, foreign help for the issue of vaccines. Uh, some time ago, we understand that um, uh, even some of the vaccines that were uh, allegedly uh, donated to Nigeria uh, before they could reach shores of this nation had uh, already expired. And the authorities of the federal government had to actually burn uh, them down. Uh, and that means that uh, we didn't have any effective use of those vaccines that were donated to Nigeria. But of course, why do we have to wait for other countries of the world and other donors uh, to give us this type of help? when we on our own can actually mobilize efforts in order to find solution to, the, uh, uh, to this uh, very pandemic that the world is suffering. And it has become also very necessary uh, because um, uh, looking at a uh, vaccination throughout Nigeria, uh, it is uh, said that um, we are just about 3.3% uh, you know, in terms of vaccination in the country, uh, while other countries are about 60%, 70%, some even up to 80%. Uh, have vaccinated their, uh, their citizens with that percentage, uh, Nigeria is actually struggling to be able to get uh, its citizens vaccinated and only have 3%, which is not good enough for uh, about 200 million population. And so this is a, a clear on call for the federal government and uh, the Nigerian people uh, to rally around, uh, put their heads together and all hands certainly have to be on deck to ensure that we find solution, indigenous solution to this uh, very important, uh, um, you know, uh, solution to our problem. Now we also talk about um, uh, Nigeria also participating in this. 
Because some parts of the world, for instance, the Chinese have found a solution to this problem. And the Indians are also making great strides in the fight against COVID-19. The Americans, of course, you know, they're also doing their very best. The Europeans, the Asians in general, all have done their very best to provide solutions to this very pandemic. A lot of them have, in fact, produced what they call the AstraZeneca vaccine, some the Pfizer vaccine, the Moderna vaccine, all the vaccines put together. We are hearing that even the Sputnik vaccine from Russia. Uh, some of them, though, have not been you know, passed the clerical, uh, 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 clerical test for the uh, standards set by the World Health Organization. But efforts are still being made to ensure that those who have not uh, reached that standard are actually making a stringent effort to ensure that they arrive at such. Now, it is our own turn in Nigeria to galvanize ourselves, to put our heads together. Whatever it requires, Nigeria must do. Whatever Nigerian citizens are, must do, they also have to support the government in this very important effort that we're making to ensure that we develop indigenous solution to this very important, uh, you know, uh, uh, to this uh, all, uh, I mean, uh, threatening um, pandemic, so that we also can actually have something to show to the world. We also can have actually have something to, you know, to call on all the parts, all the parts of Africa to join Nigeria in that fight. Now, it is very important that Nigeria takes this critical role in, in Africa because Nigeria, being the giant of Africa, uh, Nigeria has all the resources available to ensure that we dominate the African market. Just imagine if Nigeria uh, is able to you know, produce uh, vaccines and even the cure for COVID-19 and other related uh, you know, ailments. You can imagine the kind of markets that uh, Nigeria will uh, you know, capture in Africa. And once we have captured the African market, at least we are sure that um, we're going to also reach out to other parts of the world. So it has become incumbent on the Nigerian government. What is holding Nigeria? What are the encumbrances uh, militating against our effort to ensure that we also develop our own indigenous content that we can share with the rest of the world instead of just waiting to receive donations, to receive uh, some, of course, uh, I told you earlier, and actually expire, you know, even before they got to the shores of this nation and they have to be disposed of. That is a very sad news for us uh, if we have to wait for expired drugs which are shores. And um, luckily, however, uh, not many of our own citizens have actually taken those uh, doses of those uh, uh, vaccines. Thank God for the Nigerian authorities who detected these expired drugs on time and were able to put them away from public use. So for that calls for a challenge that has challenged Nigerians uh, you know, to rise to the occasion and ensure that uh, we become self-sufficient in this uh, manufacturing of uh, vaccines and drugs that can help us uh, militate, that you know, help us address this uh, crisis that we have at hand. Now, uh, the rest of the world have set a standard for the production of this very important vaccine. And that is a standard that we, Nigeria must you know, face. That is the standard that we have come to strive to achieve. But what is holding us down? Is it the resources? Now, some time ago, uh, the federal government had uh, you know, uh, thought about uh, providing the enabling environment, even the resources in terms of uh, the millions required to go into this production. Now, that enabled the indigenous uh, Nigerians, indigenous medicine practitioners, uh, According to the Minister of, uh, Minister of uh, Science, Technology and Innovation, now Dr. Bonyong, be able to go into research 
Now, some of them have actually made claims of uh, what they have produced as a result of the research they have done uh, trying to you know, get a, a solution to the problem of COVID-19 and other related ailments. Now, the minister is uh, a very, very diligent minister, a very effective minister of science, technology, and innovation of the Bonneano, and they are trying their very best to ensure that they set up a standard, you know, a, clear, a clerical standard, clinical standard, where the, all these uh, claims by our traditional medicine practitioners uh, will, uh, you know, come and be tested. The product should be tested, and uh, it will afford them the opportunity of being certified. Okay once the standard is met. And so we are at that stage where Nigerians are actually doing their very best. Uh, in the recent meeting that the Minister of Science, Technology and Innovation of Bonneano had with uh, medical and uh, traditional medicine practitioners, scientists and researchers, I mean, uh, if you were at that occasion, you would believe that Nigeria has got all the potentials that we need. Nigeria got the brain, Nigeria got the you name it, all the resources, very resourceful professors of law, I mean, professors of medicine, professors of um, uh, um, in different fields of uh, medical science came together in that very meeting, the minister, and every product that they showcased had the potential to provide solution to all these problems that I just enumerated. And so it, it behoves on the Nigerian government to be able to harmonize this potential, of course, using the set standard able to certify them okay and I believe, I believe in a very short time the nigerian government and the nigerian people will begin to have uh, results very good results from this very important research you know efforts that our own people have been making and on, uh, let me also remind us that i was in that meeting and uh, i could see some very very senior scientists uh, people like a uh, professor um Maurice Wu, of course, Maurice Wu, uh, you may remember him as the former uh, chairman of the uh, Independent National Electoral Commission, INEC, who, of course, uh, while the election of 2007, uh, you know, that brought in uh, uh, late President Musa, uh, uh, Musa Yaradua to government. Uh, well, some of you might remember him as just the head of uh, INEC, but of course, he's a, a professional scientist. And his presentation on that day was very, very interesting, very, very detailed with the scientific rigors and everything that he presented made a lot of sense to the scientific world. But which if Nigerians are allowed to put all those things together, we are on our on the road to success in this venture. And I can assure you that the Minister of Science, Technology and Innovation himself, Dr. Bonai Onu, is also a first class scientist. No wonder. The minister had made adequate effort to ensure that he entrenched the values of science, calling on youths, calling on people all over the country to embrace science, technology, and innovation, which, of course, in today's world, dominates every part of the world. The science, technology, and innovation that is a language that most part of the world will speak now in their industries, in their institutions of higher learning, in their research institutes, and every part of them speaks about science technology and innovation and so the minister is also driving that process to ensure that nigeria is not left out in the quest to embrace science technology and innovation because that is the only thing that can help to liberate nigerians from the dungeon of what underdevelopment dungeon of poverty dungeon of ignorance 
why a lot of Nigerians are so poor today is because we have actually failed in our ventures to ensure that um, we galvanize ourselves as a scientific society because science can help to resolve all the problems or at least most of the problems that we are facing today in Nigeria. If we apply science technology as a culture in Nigeria, it will help us in the production of goods, services, and other things that are needed by the rest of the world. Talk about the Chinese, talk about the Japanese, talk about the Indians in the ICT sector. They are taking a lead. The Chinese also are doing marvelously well in industrial capacity, in manufacturing. Today, China is considered as the manufacturing hub of the world, producing goods that are very, very competitive globally and are making a lot of uh, you know, foreign exchange with what they produce using science and technology. And so Nigeria, as a nation that is potentially blessed with enormous riches in terms of natural and human you know, uh, potentials, can as well transform those natural potentials into actual wealth and become very competitive in the, with the rest of the world. So that we can actually produce goods and services that can end Nigeria foreign exchange so that Nigeria's economy will become better. So that Nigeria's economy will expand in its, in, in, in its base. And of, of course, employ more young people so that we won't have this problem of unemployment that is troubling us all the time, that is beginning to get into, is beginning to, the figures are beginning to get alarming of uh, you know, poverty figures, unemployment figures, all because Nigeria will have not utilized our potentials in the area of science, technology, and innovation. That we must do. And I can assure you that we have the potentials and we'll have to do it and we'll do it now. Well, if you are just joining us, by talking about um, the quest for indigenous uh, tech, indigenous solution to the issue of uh, COVID-19 and other related ailments uh, using science, technology. Uh, take a short break. When I come back, I'll be joined by my guest, who, with whom I will going to do justice more to this very important uh, topic. Don't go away. Money Radio. Discussing the business of making and spending money. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, uh, you're on to uh, Money Radio on Leadership Podcast, and we're talking technology. And uh, the, our main topic today is uh, the quest by the Nigerian government uh, to encourage the use of indigenous technology to find solution to the uh, pandemic called COVID-19. And the effort has been made also to ensure that we invest massively in this sector uh, to galvanize the Nigerian scientists, Nigerian researchers, and the traditional medicine practitioners to find solution, uh, indigenous solution, if you like, homegrown solution to this very important uh, uh, troubling uh, pandemic. I'm being joined in the studio by a very important uh, analyst, uh, our own Hanel Defaro. Hanel, welcome to the program. Daniel is an ICT expert, and I'm sure he's going to do great in terms of uh, looking at the indigenous solution uh, to the issue of uh, COVID-19 and related uh, pandemics uh, using what the Minister of Science and Technology uh, is, uh, Dr. Bonai, what we call science, technology, and innovation to address the issue of pandemic, finding indigenous solutions to this. Well, uh, most of these solutions are actually available. Yes, looking at it from the from from technological aspects, most of the solutions are already available. It's just that uh, there is a there is there is a there is a huge gap between the government and the people. Yes. There is a huge gap, and that gap needs to be filled. Yes, 
No, talking about the pandemic generally, there are there are things that are um, policies that have been put in place to limit the spread, and one of them is ensure that you do all the sanitizing, sanitizing of your hands and all that, avoid contact and all that. So now we, we one major spread of this this virus is via money. Yes, this virus can fund of our fiscal cash can contact this virus and can be a medium actually this virus is transmitted from one person to another. So one way to solve that is by engaging cashless policy or invoking a cashless policy, which has already, already been existing, but it has not gone down to the to the rural environment yet. So we need to what what we need to do is to ensure that we we take this this innovation to the rural environment and let them have and let them give this this innovation the trust that the innovation needs. Yeah, because when you take kind of innovation to the rural environment, first thing is that they are not seeing the fiscal cash, so they they will find it difficult to buy into this. Yeah, a set time would now would now be the difference between uh, when they buy and when 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 they don't want to buy and when they yeah. eventually buy. So another thing we can do is even in this cashless policy, it's still there, there is the there is the contactless uh, payment method where you don't need to you don't need to contact anything. You can pay by just having a, a barcode for the merchants. They have a barcode in their in their retail shop, and the barcode is places like your account number, but it's a barcode. So if you want to make payment, all you need to do is to go there, use the barcode, scan the barcode, and payment is made. Now these are solutions that are already existing. These are solutions that we have already. So all we need to do now is to design a way of making the public to be aware of this kind of solution, so that they can begin to embed it into their business system. Once they are able to do that, we know that okay, in a way. We have solutions that are already helping us to fight this this COVID nineteen. I'm talking about uh, solutions, technological solutions that can help. One major one major uh, uh, profession that has been heavily hit by this COVID nineteen are the health workers. Yes. Yeah. So how about we look at a way of engaging in tele, tele uh, telehealth or telemedicine? The Western world have already started engaging in it. You don't need to go to the hospital to see a doctor. You can have a video conference with a doctor, and the doctor can tell you what to do. The doctor can ask you what questions they need to ask. How are you feeling? What exactly? Explain to the doctor via the tele telehealth system how you're feeling, and the doctor can give you a prescription without you having to have a physical meeting with the doctor. Yet with that, we are, we are, we are, though we've not seen that, that, that innovation being exploited in this, in, in, in this, in this part of the world, but it is there. It is there. How about, uh, uh, um, uh, delivery, logistics? You know, during this COVID-19, there's been a whole lot of logistic company came forth with all their buys and all that. Can be improved upon. Yes, there are drones can do. We, 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 I think there was a video I saw where I saw uh, a drone delivering 
uh, indomie or something. The drone can not only deliver fruits, but they can also deliver medicine. They can also deliver uh, uh, products that we need in the house without having to leave the house. For those who probably would want to be careful enough not to leave the house, or also wants to get their, their things and their products, run their business remotely, do all that they need to do remotely, and get their products delivered to their home by, by, by this, this solution. So, all the solutions, most of the solutions are available. It's all about identifying them and making the public, making the public to be aware that these solutions can be explored and see how, how best they can, uh, the, the, the merchants can explore the solution and they limit the growth of this, this virus. Okay, um, what um, our the, the, the minister, for instance, the Minister of Science, Technology and Innovation, uh, in a recent meeting with the uh, Nigerian uh, Natural Traditional Medicine Practitioners, uh, Scientists and Researchers, actually expressed some optimism that uh, with what they have produced, I mean, there is hope that Nigeria in the nearest future can also produce an indigenous vaccine for COVID-19. You can call it Nigeria Vax, whatever. But the thing is that the process now uh, is not uh, as fast as it could be, because it should be, because if you look at the other parts of the world, people like the Pfizer, they have their vaccines, Moderna vaccine, AstraZeneca vaccines. These are the people who are now dominating the world. And of course, you know that in this part of the world, especially Nigeria, uh, the process of vaccination is very slow. Those are barely three percent of our population having been vaccinated so far since the outbreak of the pandemic, which is very, very uh, yeah, not 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 good at all. So we're talking about now that instead of depending on you know donors from outside, and some of sometimes even the vaccines that generated have had to expire before they even get the shores of this country. Uh, recently, NAVDAC, I think, wants uh, so some of them. So we're not talking about looking inwards. What are the processes? They're talking about clinical standard for some of the claims that the scientists have made. So they have actually made something, but the thing is that the claims have to be verified using a standard. So yeah. how do you look at you know, the, 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 the challenge with our processes is that they are not, generally they are not standard. We have the, internet, the ISO standard, the international standard of education, and they have different categories under them, and that includes in the area of medicine, how the process and the procedure that you have to engage to make certain vaccines and certain uh, medicine approved, for it to be considered to be a, a, a standard approver. It's not, it's not only in medicine, in almost all sector of this country, apart from the, apart from the financial sector that has, in a way, uh, that, that, that has in a way been mandated to ensure because they have to not interface with the global world. So for them to be able to interface with the global world, the global world has mandated them that they ensure that they align with these international standards. Yes. But other aspects like standard for, for, for um, uh, getting certain things approved, standard for laboratory approval, standard for uh manufacturing standard for production all these things they are different standards even as long as even as far as even computer security that's information security standard all the standards are there it's just for us to say okay 
do we want to align with this standard, get the certification, get the certified individual that will come to, to implement this, this, this standard and get the approval as an approved ISO uh, uh, person or an approved ISO standard yeah, based on what you want. Now, recently, I think there, there, was, there was a recent um, uh, of a agency that was established that's aimed at getting uh, interfacing with ISO and getting certain approval. Or, Sun is supposed to be doing that. That yes. standard relation of the is supposed to be doing that. But apart from Sun, there is also another agency that was recently approved. And I saw I saw their name in, in, uh, in uh, ISO uh, website recently. And they just have two out of the old, I think over 100 different standards. They just have two approved. So they are more of like a certification. A body, so you go meet them, they will implement the standard for you. And once they are able to give you a nod because they, they have their they are, they are certified by ISO, once they are able to give you a nod, then you become a, a, a certified laboratory. One of it is laboratory, the certified laboratory. So, these are, these are the, the challenges. We, if we want to do it for Nigerians, where we can decide to ignore those standards, but if we're doing it for not only Nigerians, uh, but also for the global world, we have to engage the, the, the international procedural standards so that not only Nigerians get this product, but also the Western world would align with the fact that, yes, this has been certified using certain uh, uh, prerequisites and certain parameters. Yes, so that's 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 the, no, the COVID 19 actually took everybody on our ways. Uh, but nations of the world have actually uh, you know, risen to the challenges uh, by ensuring that they have been set all their parameters right to seek uh, you know, solutions for that. Now, we can see how much is already you know, in, the, in the coffers of the, the vaccine makers. Huge amounts of money, billions of dollars. I can imagine what that will add to the GDP of the countries that you know, have those companies. And that is why it is not just about rhetoric now for government. You know? We talk about uh, having to set up standard financing potentials. Yes, financing potentials as far as important as that may be. It's also trying to transform these potentials, like I said, into actual wealth. What do we see? So what exactly do you think is actually militating against these processes that we don't we have the institutions to do that? Don't you have the math power? Don't you have the enabling environment to in fact meet standard? Just what standard? And we're talking about the scientists, like uh, you know, the minister met with the natural scientists who saw renowned professors like Professor Lewis, you know, was there also and made some very interesting presentations. So what what does it take to actually set a standard that the global community will appreciate? Well, you, know, you should know that let's let's even start by looking at what are, what resources are made available to the Ministry of Science, Technology and Innovation. Yes, we will know we will for every in every in every analysis there will always be a place for funding. Yes. There will always be a place for funding. So if this ministry is not considered to be a an income generating ministry, the, the, the amount that will be allocated to this ministry is going to be low compared to other income generating uh ministries like uh uh, communication and digital economy, like uh, finance and the, and, and the likes. Yeah. So, because of that, it is a major concern. Now, but beyond beyond the place of funding, then there is now the the, the will power to ensure that this is done. 
then after looking at that, then we need to be we need to be what we need to be futuristic. I, I always say this: Nigerian lacks Nigerian lacks apart from the continuity that we lack. We are not we, we don't look at the future to take certain decisions. If we look at the future to take certain decisions, we would know who would have been prepared for something like this. Because as it stands now, we get some against certain things approved, packaging and all that. NAFTA gets certain drugs that, that come into the country approved and all that. Know that. There are so many things that need approval in this country. There are so many things that need to pass through the process of standard in this country it is not only it is not only the down to the kind of chairs that we sit on needs to get standard we need to know how many persons what's the weight of person that can sit on a certain chair you don't just go to market and you buy a chair because you like the size and you like the size and you like the the the, 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 the composure and the design of the chair no you have to know the the, 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 the the way of person that can sit on that chair. Because so many things in this country need to be standardized. If we don't get this thing standardized, it's going to take us time for us to get to where we want to get to. That's the truth. Wow. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for your wonderful contributions on the Baru. And uh, uh, you have heard it from uh, the experts uh, who say that uh, the standard must be followed. And uh, whatever that is militating against uh, you know, following the standards in Nigeria, uh, we must make sure that we put those things away in order to ensure that uh, all the potentials that we have in medical practice and in other related areas are put together and governor, people galvanized to pursue this quest for Nigeria to realize itself. Talking about self-reliance on uh, the issue of manufacturing of vaccines and uh, cure for the dreaded COVID-19. Nigeria can no longer continue to depend on outside the uh, world to supply its uh, COVID-19 needs. I mean, the vaccine needs uh, against COVID-19. And therefore, we have to take all measures. All hands have to be on deck now to ensure that uh, we realize this very important objective. And so that note that uh, uh, we call it a day on this very important segment of uh, uh, Money Radio. I've been in the studio with uh, uh, an expert in ICT. Hanya Gefaru, with whom I have done justice to this very important topic. And we promise to bring you a bumper edition of the program when next week come. Goodbye. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.